Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varro, and with me tonight, a two-man pod, Luis. What's up, man? Chilling, man. I'm here in New York now. I'm all good, man. Cold. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, cold, man. Like, as soon as I stepped out the airport, I was like, fuck. I saw you I tweeted go you back. traveled in flip-flops. Bra treat? <laughs> Did you forget? Like... <laughs> Nah, I was just trying to be as most because it was because you know when you tra- I was traveling at night, it was kind of late. So I was, I'm just trying to be as most comfortable as possible right. to get through the airport. So I, I had my socks on, of course, like a cholo, <laughs> flip flops, bro. But still, even like even in flip flops, like I still see white people like <laughs> in shorts <laughs> pull up to New York in shorts, man. Yep, crazy. They do not care, bro. I think I tweeted it one time that they basically turn to like Thanos with the gauntlet once it's cold weather. <laughs> That's how they feel when they walk out with shorts. Yeah, it's not yeah, it's not man. too bad. Though, in back. New York. You're not used to nah, it, today you was know. today That's was why. decent. Today was decent. Yeah. Today the temperature was pretty good. So yeah, your blood your blood thinned out down there in Florida, <laughs> <laughs> bro. It took me like three years and I got used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So Flo is off with spending a uh, quality time with his family. Baking cookies. We go. <laughs> 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 Rigo Hello, the baker. MIA. Rigo's MIA. Yeah, Rigo. I don't know what happened to him. I think he had a. I think he had a, like a a friend like get together for like Christmas or something. Oh, I don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it's up to us to carry this pod. You know. Let, yeah. Update the fans on what has happened since our last episode. When you asked, I wasn't gonna say no. This is like the <laughs> Super Chivas 2.0. The Chivas Galacticas. I could not say no to not potting about this. <laughs> And it's going to be New Year, New Chivas. Can't wait. New Year, New Chivas, bro. For finally, finally, the rumors <laughs> stop being rumors. See, I don't know what to name this episode now. New Year, New Chivas. Rumors stop being rumors. So I don't know anymore. I got to think about it. I used to get excited. Like, it used to be a thing. I used to get excited. Like, I knew we would never get anybody. So I just I just wanted to see the rumors just to get a little bit hype. Like, the remember the rumors would always be Chicharito, Fabian, and Vela. Yeah, uh, Eric, uh, not Eric Aguirre, um, Eric Gutierrez, before he Gutierrez. went over to, to, to Holland. Right. He was always a big rumor guy. Mm-hmm. Chucky Lozano used to be a big rumor guy, too. And I used to be okay. I, that, that used to satisfy me in the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> just the rumors. I used to be happy with just the rumors. But now, man, they all, like, every single one came true, <laughs> even the ones that we didn't expect to come true. Almost all of them. Well, we're going to get into that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's start with departures that we did not see coming. On the last episode, we all talked about our starting lineups for next season. And the big debate was striker position, you know, who we wanted, Pulido or Vega. Well, Pulido's gone. Pulido can get a play for Kansas City now. I still don't know if Kansas City plays in Kansas or actually plays in Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> but wherever he's headed, good luck, Pulido. <laughs> Well, I think the ru- I think last the time we recorded, I think there was like an initial rumor, but we didn't really like. Nah, he's not yeah, leaving. We didn't take it seriously. He just, right, he just won the scoring title. Like, why would he go? But yeah, but the, man, when he when I saw the news, like what team it was, I was like, what? Like I was upset at the player. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like it's your career. Why are you going to that team? Yeah, I don't know what. Why he didn't like, go to, like, a big city? Like, LA got, like, an LA team would have been understandable. Right. Um, that's about I, it. <laughs> I know Chicago. Chicago's pumping money into their team. That would have been reasonable. But Kansas City? Yeah, I don't know. But 
like um he talked so much before it like saying it's time to go it's time to do like i think i've accomplished everything i've had to achieve i was like won this and that and then he goes and they announced the kansas city move and they interview him he's like well chivas didn't really like ask me to stay i'm like why why would you're under first of all you're under contract right. why why would they ask you to stay why should they be begging you when you're talking all this crap like not crap but you like you're saying all this in the media uh like it's obvious that chivas was like not gonna not gonna fall into like his little plan of trying to like negotiate because there was rumors that he wanted a better contract negotiate through the media so they're like all right so like you can go <laughs> yeah that was that was funny when he like after he got sent off to Kansas, he's like well chivas didn't want me so i left you're right. in the contract when- you had a year and a half left the... And he started the rumors. He's, he's the reason the rumors even started. <laughs> like as soon as was it, as soon as he, the last game ended, uh, Choppy's tweeted it out that she interviewed him after the game, and that she got the feeling that this was his last game. Yeah. So he gave that. He put that out there into the universe. Now enjoy life in Kansas City. I, I don't want to make it sound like we hate him now. Like we sound nah. Like... <laughs> nah, don't. Obviously, we don't hate him, and we love everything he did for the team. He, I mean. If like the way we love Pizarro, he was just as valuable in both in the Concacaf Champions uh, final and in the final against Adidas. But that whole the whole little that whole little thing he did afterwards was, was kind of messed up. Like putting it on Chivas. Yeah, yeah. He basically said, "I want to leave," and yeah. and then you come out and say, "Well, Chivas didn't want me." It's like pick pick a side. You know, don't right. don't flip flop. But I, right. I hope I hope he tears it up in Kansas because. Twitter was hating on him, and I was like, "Nah, see, now I won't have to score like twenty-five goals, get the golden." I'm, boot I'm not like that, like, man. Like he's gone, I don't really care. <laughs> nah, he's like. He's, I, still, I, I don't like wish. Him. I don't wish him bad. I don't wish like. Oh, I hope he does never scores another goal. But I'm not really gonna like. I'm not type. I'm not gonna be following him. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna be following Kansas City or nothing like that just because he's there. Um, <laughs> preferably, I would have wished he would have stayed, but well, it is what it is, man. He left. And then the man that we never thought was... I think we kind of had given up hope that he would come back. Not me. But, but J.J. Macias. Never, never, we not me. Did. We all Pull did. up the tapes. <laughs> Pull up the tapes. I was the first one who said he was coming home. <laughs> I know I, I, I was bothering the Lions then, Pod, with that. He's coming home. And then and then when that actually happened, I was like, holy shit, what? <laughs> so J.J. Macias is coming back and is back with Chivas. And uh, I didn't see it coming. I thought he was done with us. I I I have man. I didn't. Not only did I not see it coming, but then it worried me because the whole thing of it being a a swap of players, which turned out later on not to be true. Like, I was like, what does this mean for Herrera and Victor Guzman? I'm like, right. oh, like he's coming back. Like, is this gonna break like that whatever friendship negotiations that Chivas and and Pachuca had going on? Uh, so at first I was a little. How do I? I don't because I think I I think I asked this question one time from the Chivas in North account. Like, would you prefer Macias returning or would you rather have Aguirre and Guzman? I think most people said they'd rather have Aguirre and Guzman. So I was kind of in that same little boat. I was like, I don't know if I really want him back. I'd rather those two other players. Uh, but of course, it all played out perfectly for Chivas. And hey, we'll take him back. We Polito leaves. We'll take the, we'll take the next best striker in Mexico. <laughs> Well, we got, we did get Guzman. We didn't get Aguirre. We didn't get Aguirre. But I want to talk about how Macias played Leon, or how Leon says Macias played them. Because they put out that official statement that said they worked very hard to get together the money that 
the amount of money that Chivas was asking for for him. Right. And then when they were ready to sign the papers, Macias was like, you know what? I'm I out. want more. <laughs> well, he said he wanted more, no? Did he? Is that, is I, that thought, the thing? I thought he just said I'm out and went back to Chivas. I thought, oh, man, to be honest, I really don't know. I don't know if I read somewhere that he wanted more money or... Or what? the guaranteed promise of you. I don't know what it I was. I think he did renew. He did re- he um he renegotiated he his salary with Chivas. Well, well, he had to renegotiate it with uh, with Leon because he was no longer on the contract with them. He, his loan was up. Yeah. So if he was to stay, he they were gonna have to give him uh, a new contract. So I don't I don't know. But the dead Leon did blame it on the player, saying we we gathered all this money. Yep. He's gone, and I just hope you. I just hope you Lions fan people and Leon fans not, make sure they use that. Make sure they use those sixteen million out of refuerzos now, because <laughs> they got it. <laughs> Don't let them hide it. They got the money. They do. They got the money. We know they got it now. I was like, why would you put that out there that you got all this money now? <laughs> They're gonna go find like two players for like two million. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm I'm glad he's back, but after Pulido. After the news that Polito was leaving, I was ready for Vega to just take over the spot. Because if you on our last episode, we were we were all kind of debating where we were gonna plug Vega in, and with Polito leaving, it was kind of like, oh, there you go, we're just gonna plug him right into the starting striker position. Which now, excites all of now us. Now you got Macias. And now it's now it goes back to the same debate: is, Does Vega go to left wing? And that's the debate again. Yep. But. Hey, it's a good problem to have, right? It is a very good problem to have. It's better than not having. It's not better than not having quality. I mean, you're talking about the two best young strikers, Mexican strikers. Two, yeah, you, two of the best. You, so it's a good problem to have. I think. I think going forward, I mean, I, I think Macias is going to keep his striker role, and I think the fact that he's been using Vega on the wing, I think he's going to leave on the wing. Yep. What do you think? What, what's the first thing Macias is going to do when he scores a goal? On Leon, kiss the crest for sure. Kiss the crest. Oh man, I, I, yo, I'd given up on him coming back. I, ho- so I hope he. Um, I know his plan is. See, it's it's interesting because I I wonder like what made him want to come back. Um, did he re- did he have a sit down with Belais and 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 Vergara? Um, did they? Like, I don't know. Like I, I I think I also read somewhere that if that if Leon bought him. For that price, that it would be it would be harder for him to go to to Europe. So right, that might have been we, a thing. We had talked about that too. Remember that if they buy him at that price, they would have to flip him at more than right. that to make a profit off of him. Well, and it's that not was, just that was like the problem we saw with them right. keeping him. Right. It's not even that they have to flip him. Is would a team want to pay that much to begin with? You know. Yeah. Would a team want to, if if Leon paid sixteen million? Say they even sold him for sixteen million. Like, is a team really wanting to pay sixteen million? Like, I don't nah. know. So, even even though he, even with that Dortmund video that, that hit the internet. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I mean, I'm glad he's back. It's that's what a loan. That's what a loan was for, right? That's what a loan. That's like a perfect loan. It's like you send a player out, he gets better, and he comes back a better player now. So that's perfect. Polito leaves, and we have the next replacement in line. Yeah, and we and we hope he kills it, right? We hope he kills it, and we do sell him, and he goes to Europe, and then we have Vega. We still have Vega there. Yeah, for sure. He has a great season. Flip him, then Vega steps up. It's a, it's a great problem to have. We haven't had this problem in years. 
right? Can you imagine, like, when <laughs> the luxury of saying, like, which Mexican striker should I start? I'm it's trying, always, like, the thing, the thing in Chivas, it's always, not just Chivas, but Mexico in general has always had a yeah. Mexican, a striker problem. Right. So the fact that we don't have that, it's it's crazy. When's, when's the last time Chivas had that? Had had to be what, um, I'm say Chicharito and Arellano, even though Arellano wasn't a pure striker? I don't know, to be honest, if it's even ever been that. Like, the, the these level of players, uh, Vega and, and, and Macias, I don't know. Right. Two, like, two players I mean, they're good. Quali- I mean, they're national team quality right. players. Yeah, I'm just trying so. to think back through Chivas' and stuff, like, when we had two strikers that could have been starting over each other. Santana or Bravo, maybe, when Bravo was washed. And those, that's lower level, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about these two young, uh, not even in their prime yet. They're about to hit their prime. Yeah, these are two elite Mexican strikers. Yeah. Well, as far as Mexican strikers, they're kind right, of, right, right. Kinda elite because right. you know we don't we don't, we really don't produce Mexican strikers like that. Yeah, so it's, like you said, it's a great problem to have. The fact that we have both of them, it's a great problem. All right, and then let's talk about all the. We talked about all the rumors, but now they're not rumors anymore. She was assigned almost everybody that they were <laughs> after. Let me see. Let me pull up the list. Crazy. All right. And so, we didn't even talk about Madueña last time. Oh, shit. Oh, that someone just died for sure. <laughs> In that car accident. That was crazy. Damn. That was crazy loud. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's uh, Brooklyn, New York for you. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna read the eight players that we signed this so far. This well, we're done signing players, so we got Victor Guzman. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll talk after Victor Guzman. We got Uriel Antuna, who we're gonna get into later. Jose Madueña, Cristian Calderon, Jesus Angulo, Alexis Peña, uh, Gallito Vasquez, and JJ Macias. Gallito Vasquez without. Because was he a rumored last time when we talked, and the no, rumor was Brizuela was leaving? They, I forget who the rumor was. It was Cervantes and something, and I think Brizuela. I think. I think Brizuela was last time we spoke. I think Brizuela was rumored to possibly leave. Right, and he, he and they quickly shut that down. Yeah, he shut it down. He tweeted that he was yeah. here for life. The same way, the same way Beltran shut it down. He yep. shut it down. But we got. Well, now it's confirmed. We got all these players, man. And now we have to. I I kind of like worry like how how smooth is this transition and how smoothly is this team gonna gel? How long is yeah, it gonna I'm, take? I, I'm more worried about like how some of these players are gonna be because not everyone can start. No. So like how how are they gonna be okay accepting of a bench role when they're coming from clubs where they were starters and like for example just. Chicote Calderon, he's going to start because he's just better than Ponce. Yep. He's the best, arguably the best left back, young left back in Mexico. So he's for sure starting. But Angulo, who had a quality season, quality season at Necaxa. Well, I'm I'm a little worried about Calderon in the playoffs. He didn't look that great. Ah, he's like better than Monterrey, I, he, probably, but he pushes up way too much from what I watched. Oh, he's a full, this, like, yeah. he goes all the way up. Yeah, he goes and all And doesn't really up. track back. He goes all the way up, so. Because a couple of the goals that got scored in the Caxal came through the the right side. His side? At his, yeah, his, at his expense. And I was like, damn, like, hmm. 
it's a little worrying. But I think at one point they had to go all out to score goals. But some of the goals he scored also are because of him. Oh right, because he true. does go all the way he's up. He's very so offensive. It's player. it's a balance, right? I mean, he's a very, he's a offensively quality player. Um, but like Angulo, Angulo's a quality young winger who's starting at Nikaxa. I mean, he got a call up to a national team a few months ago, and now you're gonna put him on the bench. Like I don't know, understand how he could be okay with that. I'm not saying he's not gonna be okay with it. I just I don't know, man. There's there's so much variables. And same thing with Victor Guzman. Is he gonna come in and take Chofi's spot? Is Chofi's gonna be okay on the bench? Uh, Antuna, all these. I don't know, man. I don't know if he's gonna pull it off. Yeah, it's, you have we have depth, which is something we haven't had in a while. And now you know it's up to um, Tena. Tena to yeah, up to Tena to figure out how he's gonna use all these players. How to keep them all happy? Cause and I will say, if I don't know if anyone's watched the documentary on the Olympic team, like he did seem like a good, like motivator and like a good players coach. So I don't know. I have hopes that he's going to be able to do a good job in, in that part. Do you have Do you have um Gallipo starting off the season? Ah oh, man, because <laughs> we. Even though we did get, we're, we are getting rid of some midfielders, and we did get rid of some already. We're still loaded at midfield. We have players that need to play. I would like, I would, I hope that Gallito in the off season he works hard and, and gets back to what he used to be. Um, just because I like him, like as far as like at both of them at their best, I like him over Molina. Yeah, but then it's like Molina was the captain. How are you just gonna take that all that <laughs> away from him? And that's and that's the problem that I see with Chivas is like you have so many players. It's a great problem, obviously. So it's it's an exciting off season, exciting like entering the season because we've it's been like you said like they they always used to be just rumors and now they're not rumors. Um, but it's, it's a little bit worrisome at the same time. Yeah, I like how happy Gallito was when he showed oh, up for his yeah. medical reports. He's yeah, just smiling yeah. like mad hard. Like <laughs> they ask him, yeah. "You're happy to be back?" He's, like, "Of course." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, man. Man, it's exciting. It's exciting to be a fan right now, man. We should we should have everyone should be very hopeful of this season. Even even Oriva scoring goals. <laughs> Oriva scored a goal in our first friendly of the off season of the preseason. That's how good we are. <laughs> then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get Peralta back to where he was before I work on the rest of the team. That was the plan. Bro, That's why we only won one nil. <laughs> bro you saw the lineup he put out it was a good lineup and then you see the lineup he puts on the second half and it's like damn that's another yep. good lineup yep. it was, it was, it's been forever man like I said it's an exciting off season I didn't get man. to watch I wanted to watch I was at the I was at the airport when the game was on uh, so I was trying to watch it the, some of the streams were a little like the quality there was one good quality stream uh, some of them were a little bad um, I wish I could have watched more of it, though. I did see some of the highlights of, if you follow Choppies, she was, like, behind one of the goals, and she was recording parts. She recorded some of the plays, like, long shots that hit, like, that hit off the post. One was Victor Guzman. I think one was a young kid, Torres, um, or I think one was Macias. So they had, they had their chances. Obviously, it's the first game. It's going to take a while. It might take a while for them to gel, so we'll see. They play today. Today, Monday. If you guys are listening today, Monday, they'll play later on today. Yep. We don't know what time, but they definitely play. (laughs) 
follow the stray goat if you want a link to the game. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted it out. Straight oh, he did? tweeted it out. Did he? Yeah, he well, no, well, he asked for a link. Oh. That's how I was getting the links because he asked for it and people were in the replies like uh, putting the links in the replies. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah. cool. Definitely do that. But yeah, so we played Venados and we only won. We only won one nil. But the fact that Peralta is the one that scored the goal speaks volumes. It's like we're that we're that stacked. Peralta, who I thought was gonna have zero minutes this preseason season, scored a goal for us. That yeah, he, already, get... he already matched his his his, uh, his, <laughs> total, thing, his total of last season, <laughs> bro. <laughs> That's a hundred percent improvement. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the goal, we tweeted out from our account. Uh, it's a, it's actually a nice play. Chofu gets it, like chips it over, chip, like does like a chip pass over the defender to Chapo, who then crosses it into, to Peralta. It was actually a nice, really nice play. Yeah, it was a nice build up. It wasn't. I saw people tweeting, some reporters were tweeting there was a Oribe Peralta golazo, and I was like, I thought you guys. I relax. tweeted, I tweeted a clinical, a clinical finish. I was just joking <laughs> around though, <laughs> just to yeah. get the fans going. <laughs> But no man, good problem to have. But I the scoring goals. Imagine when Macias and Vega take off, start scoring. Shit. Angles mine. I, I didn't like I said oh, I didn't yeah. watch it, but it I follow mine. a few people that did watch it, and I I seen a few people talk about Victor Guzman had having a good game. Um, the young center midfielder, I think he's a CDM Torres. Ah, who else? Who else? I can't remember who else. But is that is that Eric Torres? No, no, no. Right? no we got rid of no. him, right? No, you're talking about Edson Torres. Edson Torres. Bro, it's funny because I was just watching the, um, the last night with my dad and my and Rigo. We were watching the Chivas movie. I don't know if you watched it yet. And Edson no. Torres was in it. I'm like, damn, what happened to him? Yeah, he was nice. Like, I, we sent him to like an Ascenso team. Yeah. I guess he oh, you should definitely watch that up. film, though. I'm going to tell Rigo to send you the link. Word, send me that link. Yeah, it's a good, it's actually a great film. Yeah. I feel like, cry, film I feel like crying tonight. <laughs> Oh man, they hype up the the, the Chivas championship so good, man. I you know imagine. what they don't show because they they show a lot of the highlights of the final against Tigres. You know what yeah. they don't show is the controversial play on on Guignac before it ends. Oh, the PK. Where, well, yeah, they don't show PK? it. Yeah, they don't show it. They show like everything show except that. <laughs> <laughs> now I felt like they should have because that was such like a big part of like the moment. You know. <laughs> I think if VAR was in. In Mexico at that at that time, they would have called it. Yo, I was talking about this with my brother. Like, didn't something else happen in the play? Did he push off or something? That was, I think, in the first leg. He pushed off of, uh, I want to say, Pereira. He, like, pushed off and scored a goal. I thought... But that, was, but I, that wasn't called nothing. And I was like, that was I a thought something foul. happened... I thought something happened when he asked for the penalty that would be like, well, they didn't call it because of this. Like, he was off. Like, there was a, they could have called an offside or something. I forgot, man. I'm going to have to look back. But I thought something else happened that was off. Like, it wasn't just that Guignac wanted the penalty. Like, something like, like oh, no, well, this they could have called this two on theaters. Uh, no, nah, I don't remember. I'm going to have to go back and look. But, yeah, man, I, I thought they were going to show that. It was a good movie, good film. Nah, definitely shout out to uh, shout outs to movie producer Mario Vergara. <laughs> Wait, did he really produce it? Oh, I don't know. Uh. I think, but you know, people always talk about how movies was his thing, and yeah, I figured he had like some hand in it. Well, building great soccer teams is his thing now. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> building super teams. You mean? <laughs> Chivas Galacticas, guys. 
bro. <laughs> are you gonna uh, Are you gonna call it this this already on this episode or are you gonna wait for the first game of the season? I'm gonna call it. Call it right championship. now. Championship. <laughs> nah, I can feel it. There's too much momentum going. Like this, the fan base is happy, the players, a lot of youth. It was a championship season, man. For sure it's a championship season. We get the double? Get the Copa. I don't really care, Copa about, that. I don't care about the Copa. I don't really care about the Copa, but the way our team is so loaded, we're gonna win that. Like just, <laughs> just, just based off the strength. <laughs> just I mean, doesn't that. doesn't the Copa the Copa get us um, a game away from Champions League? I know the League Cup obviously gets us there, but I think Copa MX winner plays for a spot Do in they? the uh, Concacaf Champions League. Don't they want to open it up too to more teams? Yeah, they want to open it up to thing? lower, more lower level teams. What the Concacaf, the Champions League? Yeah, Concacaf Champions League. I thought they wanted I to make it so. like a bigger tournament. I think they did it this year, right? I have no clue. So you guys know I don't I know watch anything that's Mexico, not Mexico, <laughs> the Mexican teams, and like, cause I know NYCFC is in it this season, and they play some Costa Rican team, and I feel like before it would just be like automatically MLS versus Liga MX teams. Right. No, that started since Chivas. Since the year Chivas, I remember the year Chivas won. There was, oh, right. Uh, America, we, America played like a team from like El Salvador or like Guatemala or something. Even like we went down to like Honduras or something, I think, right? We um, played like some bad team. We played a team from Costa Rica, I want to say. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the whole Yeah, I, I, I feel like the works. first round, I feel like the first round, almost everyone, like, well, every MLS Liga MX team gets an easy game except for like one. There's always like two teams that have to face each other, like a league MX MLS, uh, MLS team. Yeah, well, and the this, rest. This this year it's um LAFC and Leon. They're playing each other in the first round. LAFC and Leon. LAFC. Bella. Oh no, LAFC's gonna watch Leon. Bella and they don't see us anymore. And, and <laughs> they got bro. Purged. They're gonna close the gap. <laughs> the, the gap is closing with that game. LA, Bella's gonna score a hat trick. <laughs> That, that, I think that'll, that'll be interesting to see, like, because a lot of people say you know MLS quality is trash. If he can like tear up Leon, maybe yeah, not, maybe the gap is not that that open. No, nah, it is. I, Their defense. If sucks. you if you ask me who the favorite to win is that game, I would say LAFC. Probably. Especially, but then again, I don't know how bad their defense. Because I feel like when, like I see, I don't watch, but I'd be like, I'll watch online because I follow a lot of people that like both Galaxy and LAFC. So when they play each other, I feel like it's always like a goal fest. Yeah, it's always like four three or something. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like I know they can score, but how? I don't know how good their defense is. I mean, that's why huh? they didn't win the cup this year. Seattle, I think, just ripped their defense apart. Huh. That's interesting. Yep. But anyways, Let, let's get. We're gonna former Chivas legend, <laughs> Carlos Vela. I want to see Leon suffer more, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the only reason we want to see him suffer is because of those guys at the Lions Den podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they had him. They thought. They laughed at us, bro. They laughed at us. They added a segment to their podcast when I was on. Oh, the JJ Macias segment? <laughs> they said, they added the, who said this segment on their podcast? Damn. And they quoted, they quoted JJ Macias. Saying, Damn. That, I'm loyal to those that are loyal to me, and you know, I'm loving this city more and more every day. <laughs> and I was like, I think Pollo Briseño said that about Guadalajara. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but you know, we laugh um, last. <laughs> any of these new players, uh, any anyone you're excited to like see or excited about? Maybe besides JJ Macias, because I think 
he comes in with like uh, I'm gonna say such a high pedigree already, yeah. where the other ones are a little bit more unknown. Even you could say Victor Guzman is high, sort of a high pedigree. Any of the other players you're excited about? I Even like say... Ayito or returning or like what? I want to say Calderon. Just oh, no, the left back. I've seen, like I said, like I was telling you, he's like he might be a liability defensively, but you know we lack that speed to counterattack and attack fast. And he, what I saw from the couple of games, and I actually watched Liguilla just to scout these players because I was like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me get to know a little bit about them. And Calderon does, he know he can attack well when he yeah. runs up. Getting back, you know, might be an issue. But if he's dropping I've seen videos of him tracking goals. back great, though. Like, if you watch... Well, then it gets, it's a highlight reel. But yeah. the fact that even in the highlight reel, you see it in there, like him tracking back. I don't know. We'll see. Like, because on Monterrey, I think it was Babon that was attacking on his side. And he's kind of mm-hmm. getting the better of him. But Monterrey is also a really good team. And they have really good attacking players. Right. Liga MX kind of, you know, it's kind of disparity between teams. Third best, third best team in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them. Put up a fight against Liverpool. I ain't gonna lie. I want him to get washed. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Pizarro to like kill it in that game. Because I'm like a we're all Pizarro fans. That he, that he was like kind of like ruining it, not having a bad game, but that he was holding up play too much. Yeah, he, it wasn't his best game. This other kid had a great game. Um, Charlie Rodriguez. Charlie Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah he was Rodriguez. nice. He looked like like a like a Hector Herrera down there. Interesting. Yeah, he's on a national, he's a national team player. Yeah, he looked good. He took what to call spot, Jonathan Gonzalez. Yeah, I hope we buy him next. <laughs> <laughs> Just to piss off League MX fans even more. Oh, yeah, because they all want him in Europe already. Yep. They think nah. he's Liverpool ready. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I think I'm, I'm excited to see Calderon in this new team because, you know, we left back has been a problem for a while. I think even when Aris Hernandez was there, he was a good player, and he did, you know, he did his job. Vital, vital in like, that playoff run. Yeah, but he didn't like um, over deliver. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, all right, he's really good. He's kind of just the right player for the right time. And I'm excited to have an offensive left back again. Yeah, I mean, you need that in today's soccer. You need a player that on the fullback that can attack. And Ponce was okay, but he he was really he wasn't that. He he wasn't. Now, he wasn't the offensive player that Calderon is, so that's exciting. I'm excited for Angulo, to be honest, because like, there's a lot of positive things I've seen about him, and, and he has really good qualities. So I'm interested to see like where they're going to use him, like what side, like on what side, right side, left wing, right wing, and how much they're going to use him right right away. Is he going to be a starter? Is he going to be a sub? Yeah, that's, um, that's I, why I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm excited because I know Calderon is definitely starting. Right, right Angulo right. looks like. I don't know how much he's actually going to play. But, but, the, but yeah, but, I what I've seen of him, man, like, I can see him, like, competing for a starting spot right away. Like, I can see him, when people maybe, when they, when as they're bringing him in, people are like, we don't really know too much about him, or, or yeah, he's going to be a backup, and, nah, man, but I see, the quality I see in that kid is, he can start pushing for, for a spot. Yeah, so. even, even during the playoffs, he had a, he was good, too, I was watching Yeah, him. he was good. He was yeah, good. he was good. So, yeah. one I have no, like, I have no clue about is Alexis Peña. Did he did he start for them? I don't, I don't know. He, I think I don't he might have he been started hurt. at center back, or maybe he was hurt. But the center back we have Alanis, we have Pollo, Iramir, Sepulveda. Then we got Peña. And Peña. 
Hmm. We got five center backs. Might have just been depth. Because remember, be. think about Iramir injury prone. Um, so is Alanis. Right. Pollo Briseño is a little reckless at times. Nah, not really. That was one time. <laughs> he scratched. He barely scratched he Giovanni's leg. <laughs> the pitch is wet. I remember it raining. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the, you want to add some young depth. I'm not, I'm not at it. Nah, yeah. I don't think he's going to start. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, I'm not mad but at it. It's good to have the depth. And then Oriel Antuna, who uh, actually, I'm, that's the one who like sparks my interest the most because I remember the prospect that he was. Yeah. Um, so I'm very curious to see how how he pans out. Yeah, we won't we won't deep dive into him because we have a whole little segment coming segment. up for him. So, you know, later in the episode we're gonna go deep dive on Oriel Antuna, but um, we can talk about the players that other players that have left the team already. Yeah, we got Mayorga is gone. He is now a Pumas player. We got who else left? I didn't even know we still had Aries Hernandez on the contract. Pro <laughs> <laughs> Chivas is the land of loans. Yeah, I mean he'll, not Chivas. He got Mexico's the land yeah, of loans. Yeah, but he'll probably stay at Pachuca where he's at now because yeah. I haven't seen any news about him. Michael Perez is being pursued supposedly by Toluca, Pumas, and Morelia. Yeah. But um, Cisneros went to Toluca. Carlos Cisneros. Yeah, Carlos Cisneros. I'm not gonna lie, Michael Perez. Man, like I, I used to love Michael Perez as a player. So yeah, I'm not mad he left. I'm not mad he left because I think it was it was it's his time to go, and and hopefully he regains his form somewhere else. So I'm kind of happy for him. He's gonna go somewhere else, and hopefully he plays. Uh, The one that did hurt is Alan Cervantes to Santos. Yeah. Um, Because he's such a young player. And from what I've seen is he's part of the, he's part of the Antuna fee. Mm -hmm. So because Antuna was owned by Man City and Santos still, that that's how they were going to cover the, the, the fee for Antuna as far as Santos goes and then paid Man City, whatever they paid them. Yeah. Numbers like 10 to 12 mil. And I think that's how they were able to wiggle in getting back or sneaking in getting Gallito back because hey we're giving you this young prospect national, who's been on national team youth teams give us something back and I think and Gallito I don't think he was starting anymore right um, I think I read somewhere quite, he was I'm on the bench sure. so I think I read somewhere he was on the bench so oh, I damn. think that's how they were able to get him back okay Gallito back I think they were saying hey if we're gonna give you if we're gonna give you Alan Cervantes at least throw something back yeah, someone was in our mentions um, asking why Cesar Huerta wasn't on that transfer list. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be loaned out. I'm not saying sell him because I've just, first of all I haven't seen enough. Yeah, uh, like he like the, the, not too many games I've seen him play, and and the games I have seen him play, it's just not nothing. I haven't seen I haven't seen anything that's like wow. I want this kid to stay. So loan him out. He's still young. You never know. Right. Loan him out. Then Van Rankin is part of what team did he get? Santos, right? Van Rankin. Van Rankin got shipped off. I think to Santos, and I think that's it. Sandoval still doesn't have a team. I think it's still rumored that we're trying to get him into an Ascenso team, which is sad. Really? But yeah, that's the last I saw. Like, in, uh, like in terms of destinations, it was mm-hmm. like Ascenso teams. I would, if I was him, I would try to go to a MLS team. 
Oh, that's true. Where you can at least stay first origin. I don't. I think he's better than Asensio, to be honest. Probably. I feel with the. I feel like MLS would be a good move. Go to Kansas City. Join uh, Pulido. <laughs> oh man, Pulido. All right, what else are we going to talk about in this episode? Uh, did you, I don't know if you've seen. I've seen a, a video. Uh, did I see a video or a picture? I don't remember. It was a, a Maori at the preseason game, and he was, like, getting so much love from the fans. Oh, was he? I haven't seen the video. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 getting so much love, and I think rightfully so, right? That we said he's his act, his first couple acts as an owner, as, like, the owner now after oh, his yeah. dad's passing. Oh, sure. He speaks well. He seems very. He seems like this is something that he really wants. So he deserves any of the praise from the fans right now. Yeah, I don't know if I said it on the pod or not, but yo, he's only like thirty-two. Is he? Yeah, he looks old. Well, yeah, if you watch, but he's like mad young. If you watch the Chivas movie, you'll see him like in the in the thing celebrating with his dad, and like he he looks young. He looks young. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's like the stress of taking over the team or not or, or whatnot, but. <laughs> He looks older, like he like he was the president of the United States or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, nah, I'm 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 happy with what he's doing, and you know, yeah. I'm I'm glad he's putting the time and effort into the team. Trying to, he feel yo, he feels like a fan. Like, yeah. like he's happy. Like when they interview him, I, I remember um, when he said, I I I tweeted out the video from the account, the Cuba del Norte Twitter account. And he was saying, you know, he, he's like, yeah, I'm excited. He's like, we have a great team. He's like, you know, and, and guys, we might have one more surprise, which didn't end up happening. And I think the rumor was, I think it was going to be Hugo Gonzalez. So I'm kind of glad that didn't happen. Because that was going to be like the bomba. Rapuerzo. It might have been that. It, see, because it's weird because the account didn't officially tweet it. So people think that he was really speaking about Victor Guzman. Because they were uh, really trying to hide that one. Right. They're trying to hide it, even though even that shit was rumored all over the internet. Yeah, uh, but not even that. When you saw him, I don't know if you saw the video of at the when they donated the ambulance, right? Yeah, because he was from the bet with the uh, with the Atlas ownership over that game, and mm-hmm. the winner had to donate the ambulance. Yeah, he spoke a little bit about that. Too. He spoke a little bit there too, and said how how excited he was for the season, and we're going we're going for the championship. Yeah, and then he also said um, he said he didn't care if America won. The final this this upcoming weekend, mm-hmm. he said we're gonna catch him real quick, so it doesn't matter. Nah, he looks like bro. he looks. <laughs> he he looks like an owner, right? He speaks like an owner. He speaks like a happy and, and like confident, very a lot of confidence in him. Like you can't you can't help but be uh, hopeful for the team. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic. Right? But... Nah, I'm not. I'm just no cautious. <laughs> I mean, you called it. You called championship already. Ops all the way. Optimistic all the way. I'm going to call Ligia. Um, yeah, not, not championship. <laughs> and then there's the, the whole thing right now that they're trying to negotiate a, a TV deal. Mm-hmm. And that he has said that he's patient. He's he's in no rush to sign the TV, to sign with a TV company right now. So yeah, he, know, he, know, he knows what QS is worth. And. It's interesting that they that they haven't jumped at anything with all the money that they're wasting. Yeah. So, I think we should be hopeful that they feel very confident in either the ad money, maybe ad money, or whatever YouTube, whatever they're going through with YouTube. Either they're very confident in that, or they're confident in that they're about to sign a deal with a company, a a, a good deal. 
So it's either one or the other, right? Because for yeah. them to be wasting this kind of money, they have to be confident in one or the other. Yeah, I hope. I hope. I actually hope they stay on YouTube here in the states, right? Just because I like the convenience of it. Like, even if you miss the game, you just go on YouTube and rewatch it. Yeah, uh, you, it's so convenient. And it, first of all, they're be- the announcers. Not not just because it's, it's Chivas and there's any bias. It's just better. It's more refreshing to to listen to than than Univision guys. Yeah, I, I like their team. I, I don't like that. None of the fans ever know the halftime questions, but that's on the fans, not on them. <laughs> and they were like, uh, all right, well, we just take the prize anyway. I mean, they, yo, they ask the same question every week. They ask, um, what player on, what player on whatever team we're playing used to be on Chivas? It's like, just do your homework before you go to the game. You, you want the free hat or whatever they're giving you? That's funny. Yo, that's the only, that's the only, um, like a fan and a stadium interaction where I actually see fans lose. Like the fans always win. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only the, one. That, yeah, fans. we're the only ones that I ever see lose. Like we it's never not win. Just one fan, bro. They'd be asking like everyone. In <laughs> yeah, the they ask the whole section, and nobody knows. Everybody yells like random answers. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's funny. Fans what else came out? Work. Oh, the schedule came out. <laughs> oh, it did. April, April, April 18th. Is that the date? Yep. Super Classico, we're all, everyone who listens to this, we're all going to Mexico for that. We're going to be down we're all, there. We're all meeting up in Mexico. I've been looking at flights uh, already. Airbnb. I think, I think we should definitely plan, plan some. No, yeah, me and Flo are, are down already. Talk into it. I'm going to talk to, Re- I'm going to talk to Rigo and, and let's definitely get some going. Where we can yeah, all be yeah, together, sure. the whole CDN crew together. Yeah, that'll be dope. Either that or like we talked about a watch party in California, one or the other. But this season, we definitely got to do something. We do live live potting from the stadium. Yeah, I think uh, I feel like we'd be able to pull it off with some of the connections. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel like definitely so confident in being able to do something. We got Rigo on camera. He loves being on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, I, was, I, was about to, I was about to damn. I was about to say what I got him for Christmas, but oh. it's coming not before Christmas. <laughs> All right, there you go. Cam ruin so Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Cam, Cam ruin his Christmas. Um, all right, I think that covers that. Yeah. We talked about signings, people that left, schedule, Amari Vergara. And now we're going to get into we're going to get into a discussion about Uriel Antuna with Amy from the Mexican Soccer Show. She does work for Food Max Nation and she also does the uh our football podcast, which focuses on Liga MX uh, Femenil. Amelia. Amelia, Amy. Yeah. I'm sorry if you don't like being called Amy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so stay tuned for that episode, and then um, we'll update you guys on the Twitter account when, we're, when we'll be back. Probably after... Uh, after, after the, the New first, Year's, for sure. Yeah, after the New Year's, for sure. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy yeah. New Year. I just remember. I just realized I didn't do an outro for the segment with Amy. Nah, so, don't matter. We're doing it now. Yeah. Well, Thank just you for listening. The, when that segment ends, it ends. <laughs> That's yeah. it. We're done, guys. We're not coming back. When the music hits, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, yeah. Uh, have a good holidays, everyone. <laughs> we'll be back after New Year. Peace. Peace. All right, guys. And now we have. Amy from uh, Foot, Foot Max Nation. She does the Mexican Soccer Show and also our football podcast. Amy, welcome to the Chivas del Norte podcast. 
Yeah, thank you guys so much. I actually am surprised Rigo's not here because he was the one that I complained about the last time I was listening to your guys' episode. And I was like, <laughs> Four... I was like what you mean, Rigo, that you guys don't know somebody that, talk- that knows about Antuna with the galaxy? And he's like, my bad, we'll work it out. For, for, like, for the record, we did discuss it. but Yeah, we did discuss bringing you on. We wing and a lot of this stuff. <laughs> now I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> Viral- People started, they were saying you were an America fan. We're like, we don't want her. She's an America <laughs> fan. <laughs> I can't be That's super a... low-key about that. But that is another reason. It doesn't, it doesn't work out very well. It's spread out through the Twitter streets. Through the Twitterverse. It's all good. It's all good. I might, I might get a little too excited when their games come on. I'm not going to lie. but I keep it as objective as possible. I guess I failed. I don't, I don't know where Rigo's at. He, uh, he was here at the house earlier. I don't know if he left. And uh, who knows where he's at now? At the house? You guys all live together or what? Nah, well, we're brothers. And um, I'm, what? I'm, I, I live in Florida. And I'm in New York for the holidays. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So we were together earlier. And he left. And I haven't seen him for like hours. That's so cool. Aww, yeah, so he's probably at some little house party. Pod together. And yeah, together. and we're going we're gonna to try to do a live pod from Barl's house one day. You guys, are like, you guys are like Gio and Jonah. Do you guys have like a third brother that's like the other Los Santos? <laughs> nah, no third brother. Aww. There's a third yeah. Los Santos brother? Yeah. The, the he editor, doesn't play the soccer. Yeah. Does he play soccer? He used to, I think. Editor I think Los Santos. He did. He's yeah, the I one. Think he did. He's the one in the background of all the videos that they make sometimes, where there's like, hey, who's that guy? That's the other brother. He's for sure responsible for all the parties. A hundred percent. He's the one, like, starting it all. Uh, That's how rumors get started. (laughs) That's what we do here. We start rumors. (laughs) We do. That's our goal. Like, that guy that started the, uh, Lizzo is dating, um, what's that kid? Kuzma from the Lakers? Oh, I did see that. Yeah, so that yeah. started a rumor about Kuzma dating Lizzo, and then the media actually picked it up. That's what we aspire to be. Well, there you go. We all need <laughs> goals in life. <laughs> but Amy, like you mentioned, you do uh, cover LA Galaxy for uh, for what for Poop Mix Nation. You do it. Yep. All right, cool. So you know a lot about one of the players that she was recently signed, Antuna. We um we talked about him on our last episode a little. Me and Luis and Flo were saying that, you know, we're not too familiar with him. We've seen him on the national team, but we've seen him against smaller, like not as good uh, countries. So we yeah. don't really know how his skill and like talent will transfer over to League IMX. But now that you're here, you might be able to like break it down a little more for us. Yeah, it's interesting because the first thing I will say is that he's got a lot of promise. You know, he's 22 years old, so obviously he has lots of time left to develop. Um, But the thing that stuck out to me the most when all the transfers were happening, um, you know, finally when it was, you know, officially announced is that uh, I I think you guys paid too much for him. Like, I I know that there's like a process for these things, but it's like, like even me who followed him for a whole season, I'm like, really? You guys paid that much? For Antuna. Um, but, I mean, I think that, so yeah, it's the, you guys paid too much for him, in my personal opinion, but also, what was he like the first official one, the official move you guys made, or was it? No, I think he was, was the first one. Yeah. He was he the was first, first one, one, right? Yeah. 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 He was the so first there, big one, yeah. Yeah, he was, so, there, but the, even that, right? He's the first big one. It's like, oh, there's, there's, there's like a lot of pressure on somebody that, for me, 
watching him all season is like you guys you guys might want to take like a step back calling him like the first big one you know because he I think that for him he was kind of it's like you guys said right he was kind of like who is this you know and to even me who was following the team during preseason last season uh, when Dennis the Klaus came on with the LA Galaxy and you heard these rumors like Antuna Antuna he's a Mexican player and you know I started doing my research and mm-hmm. you know he was like a Man City loner who was in who was in Holland and stuff and then um you know he kind of had a decent season I think he had a I think he had a good run to the start of the season that allowed him to be known by uh, Martino and then be able to shine in the gold cup like you guys were mentioning on your last episode that I was able to listen to right it was like a matter of luck luck he lucked into it he he lucked into it people got injured um somebody had to leave camp and then it was like okay Antuna you know here you go here's your chance and I said it a lot too I'm like you know I don't expect a huge amount of stuff for him but if there's a game where he can highlight his talent and his ability to you know use his pace and maybe be in the right place at the right time it's going to be that game against Cuba and sure enough he did it he had a hat trick against Cuba everybody was having a fun time with that game he had a lot of spotlight at the end of that game but Martino was like you know what it's just the first game you know Cuba is to a certain level maybe a little bit lesser than the uh, than the national team so you know you know calm down everybody with this player but then he got to go against Martinique and you know that was kind of it for the gold cup but he had a good shiny moment and he was able to kind of support the players throughout the tournament and then luckily enough he was consistent in getting goals when they mattered right so with the galaxy he would score when they needed him to in the playoffs he scored a few a few here and there but I still think he has a lot to learn and that's where I mean even when I think uh let's see they announced him a little bit early you know a few weeks ago and I think I was heading out to to Mexico for the Liga Mex Feminine final and like we were you know I was talking to people and we were talking about all the moves and the stuff that were happening and I would tell people you know oh, I followed him with the LA Galaxy and they're like, do you think he's going to do good? And I'm like, I'm not entirely sure because as much as everybody loves the banter between Liga MX and MLS, there is a certain level to MLS that is a little bit, you know, <laughs> is the gap closing? I'm not sure, guys. I'm not going to get into that discussion. But, <laughs> but, but I think the, the drop-off in defense is big. And that's the, yeah, yeah that's the yeah. huge part, right? Yeah. I think Antuna had moments with LA Galaxy where he was able to use his speed against a very slightly lesser defense that would, uh, you know, make him able to get those crosses to Slatan or, or, you know, have have good moments with the midfield with Jonah or Leggett in LA Galaxy, where I'm thinking about it now. And I don't know, you, you go up against a Tigres defense or a Leon defense or pretty much any, you know, competitive team. Right. And how effective is he going to be down the line? You know, I think the best thing that, you're, you know, Chivas can do with him is use his strengths as much as Mexico kind of did for what they are. Not expect too much, but kind of help him develop that technical aspect that he's very much lacking. Um, and then kind of help him, you know, get the ball to the people that can actually do the technical stuff, which is going to be your JJ Macias, which is going to be Vega or whoever's, you know, helping him. Because I think he works best as a, right, a, as a winger on the right-hand side. I know with LA Galaxy before Pavon came in, he was on the left sometimes. But um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to tell you guys in terms of is he going to be a huge asset to the team? I think he can be. I, I can't. I'm not going to say no. Of course not. But I think there 
there needs to be patience with a player like Antuna because it's more speed and not so much technical from him. I think he's kind of falling into like a good position. The fact that the team is, they have a lot of depth now, most at every yeah. position. So it's, he does not, he's not really going to be required. Oh, you're, I don't even know if he's going to be the starter right away, to be honest. Yeah. Um, no. So he can kind yeah. of take a little bit of a backseat and learn a little bit. But then again, like when you pay so much for a player, that's like the, the thing same thing too. with yeah. Victor Guzman and you're paying so much for all these players. Like, are they really going to bring, pay that much money to have bench players? Like, I don't know. And that's like the toughest part. I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just more, maybe it's more of like you're saying a depth thing. Like, hey, we have all these options that if somebody falls off, we can bring him in. Um, where I think that could kind of work in Chihuahua's favor. But um, the good thing is, though, you know, he ha- he did, he, he is kind of making a better case for himself because we saw him in the Nations League, you know, have, have a goal, have a good play. I think if you get those kind of plays with him like Chucky did for him, against Bermuda where he kind of just lays off the ball for him almost perfectly where he doesn't have to do that much work and Chivas kind of harnesses and capitalizes on that I think you can make a good player out of him where what, you know, he is a valuable asset to them what, what would you say is like his biggest weakness because I've seen okay so I followed I remember him like when he started when he came when he broke onto the scene at the U20 World Cup mm-hmm. so when I remember when Man City or well, the Man City group bought him I really wasn't surprised that a team from Europe bought him um but then after that, of course, his career, he was loaned out. And you really didn't hear too much of him until he got to Galaxy. And I feel like at the, what is it, the the Gold Cup, he st- I feel like I remember, because he was having good performances, but I would I would hear from people that, I guess, kind of followed him at Galaxy, start comparing him to, like, a Jurgen Dam. He's not really, like, all that. Is he really, is he that inconsistent? Is that what it is? He lacks consistency? Or what do you think he lacks? I th- No, I don't think it's... I don't think it's complete inconsistency. I I was actually having this discussion with another colleague from LA Galaxy that follows that I guess does a pretty good job of following the Mexican national team too. And there's mm-hmm. like a threshold to be like a Jurgen Dam or you know, right. and I don't think Antuna has crossed that threshold. I think that he still has a you know it's maybe positive. like yeah he still has enough positives <laughs> where you're not shaking your head every five seconds with Jer- like you do with Jurgen Dam. I had my feelings about him, but I. <laughs> But let's, I think let's, not, big... let's not wish that on uh, on <laughs> guys. Come on. <laughs> no, not at all. And that's the thing too, right? How do you stop him from turning into that? And I think it is giving him consistent playing time. I think the inconsistency that people were unfortunately um, highlighting or you know kind of you know uh, staying on was the fact that LA Galaxy was a very problematic team this season. You know, I think overall them as a whole were inconsistent because. You know, you had someone like Slatan up top that maybe didn't communicate or kind of wanted his team to figure out what he was doing. So he would lay something off to Antuna, but Antuna wouldn't finish it. That was the hard part to watch for, you know, for somebody that actually did want to cheer on Antuna mm-hmm. uh, and and saw him do well at the Gold Cup that you wanted that to keep going on, going into the later parts of the MLS regular season um, that people got frustrated with. You know, it was these simple passes or these simple touches that he wasn't doing so well on. But I think that might go away, um, and you did see it go away when you saw him with the national team later on this season, with uh, later on this year with at uh, the Nations League and in the friendlies. You know, I think he actually got a goal in the in the friendly against the U.S. Um, after the Gold Cup. So I think if you have a good team, like you guys are, I think you guys are kind of getting on it at this point. If you have a good team, you know, and you surround him with good players, you know, he probably will stop having those inconsistencies of not doing so well once he has the ball. I think another unfortunate, obvious thing that might be a weakness for him is the fact that he's a little smaller 
you know, so then he's going to go up against really tough players um, mm-hmm. that might that might um, kind of, you know, bring his confidence down. Because that's another thing about Antuna, too, that you saw throughout the season with MLA, uh, with LA Galaxy, that he would kind of get into his own head if he would mess up. Um, but I think if he, you know, gets the playing time that he deserves, in a sense, because of the amount of money you guys paid for right. him, and he does well and, you know, sees that he's able to function well with the players around him, that might boost his confidence and then he'll keep, you know, hopefully improving as, as the season goes on. I, I don't think, or, but it could happen where he scores like early on in the season, but it's about ha- having patience with him because he's so young. Do you think uh, as a prospect, cause he's still pretty young as a prospect, do you think this is the league he should be in? Or do you think like, how do I explain it? If, if you had to pick, you'd be like, Oh no, send him back to Europe and loan him out to like a, you know, like a Holland or a, or do you, like, do you think he's in the right league now, Liga MX, or you think he, he should be a little bit better? To be completely honest, I actually thought he was going to stay one more season with LA Galaxy. Like, I still thought of him as, like, give him one more, you know, season with with these, like, we're talking about this lesser right. defense where he can get that technical ability improved or, you know, kind of hardens it a little bit more and then send him somewhere like Liga MX. But it, I don't think he's I don't think he's quite ready for Europe once again. I know he was just there, which is funny to, to think about. Right. But I don't think he's quite ready to go back. I um but I do you think, see that potential? Yeah, I do. I like I'm saying, I think he I think if he is a, you know, solid winger where you don't expect him to do everything, but he can get those crosses in, he could be there at the right moment to get the goals in like he was do like he would do for LA Galaxy that would get people excited for him. I think he has the makings of a very good player. I, I really do think so. I just think that, um, you know, maybe his his mental capacity. Basically, you know, anything, everything that a player needs from a maturity standpoint, which right. actually makes sense because he's a young player. I think he could get there. I just think that he. We'll just have to see how this season pans out to see whether or not that is still an objective for him. You know, realistically speaking. Right. It'll be interesting because it's, it's it's a lot of youth in Chivas right now, a lot of young players. So it's going to be interesting to see how the dynamics of the team, like who, like we know there's a few veterans, but is there enough veterans on the team? Because it's a lot of young players that they've brought in. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, but people are excited. I will say I have a really good, uh, a really good group of friends that are basically family at this point. I just saw them at a at a holiday party like last week, uh-huh. and they're just so they're big Chivas fans. And they're just so excited. They're just like really, really oh, the, excited. The fan base is is crazy right now. Everyone's excited about even Oribe Peralta scored the other day, and everyone's excited. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show you. <laughs> I don't know which one of you was that tweeted, but somebody said something like that. Like the team is so like depth stacked and stuff. That oh, that was Vara. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But nothing I, but positives for now. For I you think Antuna is. Like I, I said it before, Luis, the natural replacement for Brizuela. And I think he'll sit behind. I think he's going to ride the bench for a little bit. And if Brizuela doesn't start the season off well, I can see Antuna starting over him. But I think Brizuela's like the right guy to take Antuna under his wing and kind of lead him and show him what he needs to do on the field. Cause like I said, he is young. And Amy, you're saying that like mentally he might have lapses there. That's tough, especially on a team like Chivas. The fan yeah. base will turn on you real quick. And, you know, you still have to shield him. You know, he's 22, and I know in Mexico, we have the bad habit of kind of giving up on players when they're like 26. 
but the fan base will turn on on him in the heartbeat if you know he goes out there and just blows chance after chance. But I think he's he's he lands in a good spot on Chivas right now because we have the depth. We don't need him to be the guy right away. And Brizuela is still a more than capable player of starting every week for Chivas. Yeah, and I mean, like, kind of what we're going into, I think we're all in agreement at me as someone who followed him with, you know, with LA Galaxy, you guys who are seeing him as a prospect for Chivas. I think that little middle ground of not a starter, you know, not riding the bench the entire time, but just being like, maybe not even a super sub necessarily, but just kind of being like this asset that's needed if needed, um, I think is a perfect way to describe him. I mean, you look at last season, six goals, five assists. It's not a you know it's not a golden boot contender, but it is showing that he has some sort of value to bring to a team. And I think as long as that value is, as we're saying, consistent, you know, to to get your in, your goal scorers the ball when they need it, or just keep in alignment with, you know, your midfield and all that. I think he yeah I think he'll do his job enough where you know he's not scoring the goals, but the fan base is still happy with him. The you know the coaching staff is happy with him, and it shows that yeah, we paid this much money, but you know what? Look, look at what he's delivering on the field. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what Antuna can do for us. Um, but um, Amy, you also cover the national team, right? I do. The, yes. Do you have any thoughts on them? Um, she covers everything. God. <laughs> if you guys yeah. don't follow her, you guys should be following. She covers everything: Mexican soccer, Liga Femenil. She's like the go-to for every for everything. It's like a one-stop. I try, I try to do my homework as much as possible. <laughs> you do a great job. Oh, thank you. Oh, you guys are so nice. See, see, you guys tweet things sometimes, but you guys are nice. <laughs> We're not see? a bad group. <laughs> um, do you have any thoughts on um, what's his name, Calderon? As far as like. How, what, what to expect or about any other the players maybe or any cool. of them, you've yeah. seen any of them that you think interesting Chicote Calderon Macias coming back any thoughts on any of that I'm actually actually the biggest one I know this is going to be like a super basic answer but it's like Macias because obviously Wiso is a really close friend of mine and so is Cali because they do stuff for Footmax Nation <laughs> and it's just so wait, you guys also did that other thing didn't you with the lion's den but you guys oh are that was Varo's Mar- thing Mar- a mean one <laughs> that, no, I was on that pod, and the whole pod, I was getting harassed about how much he has scored two goals on us, and you know he loves us. He's never coming back. I had to do it. No, first we had him on our pod before the game, and they were like, they swore, like, nope, he's not going, he's not going. They gave us so much crap. I will say that is that is that is pretty like messed up Macias though like he did like I, I I'm not even a fan of either one I have no horse in this race it's like yeah he's <laughs> over here kissing the crest and like saying like you know I love being here getting everybody hyped up and then he said JK guys I'm going back to my real team like it's just <laughs> so rude that's what but I told I have... him on their pod I was like a player is supposed to do that he's not gonna say I don't I don't like this club I don't want to be here <laughs> What, I don't know. Antuna did say that, that his favorite team is Santos. Still, oh. he's always his <laughs> that's edited. That's edited footage. It's <laughs> edited footage. Do you rate him high? Like, I don't know how much you really like watched Macias, but do you rate him high as a striker? I mean, he. Did. Or do you think he's still like he's still pro- like prospect? Yeah, I still see him as a prospect, but I mean, like you know, he scored. He scored. What was it against Bermuda, or was it? I'm not sure which one. I try, not, I try not to watch those games. Yeah, I didn't watch them either. <laughs> it's like Chivas go by Mexican games versus second division teams. Like I know it's Chivas, but this is so hard for me. I, I didn't know you guys rolled like that. Sorry. 
Uh, no, but I mean, like, you know, he's, it, it's kind of like me with Cordova, you know, like Cordova does good with, so it's like that kind of like JJ's Masia stuff, you know, like I don't rate him specifically, but you uh, know. Cordova's good. I'm yeah, not like, nice. It's hard. Uh, he's an America player, but he's a good player. Well, you guys said it, not me. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, he's a good player. Better than Diego Lainez. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Get into that right now. <laughs> she was in North podcast. This is in Osaka. I don't have to talk about this right now. Good. No, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm. Ex- I mean, I'm excited from a from a more objective standpoint to see how this rolls out. Because I mean, like you guys are saying, the fan base is super excited. You know, you guys had that cool picture with like the lighting and the clouds and everybody just lined up together like a really you know legit boy band you know it's gonna be <laughs> for you guys it's exciting and it's kind of like scary at the same point it's just so many players that's like every position that like i it should work but i feel like you just make the wrong mistake you don't play a certain player amount of like a certain amount of time and they could all like just backfire on us well, the so thing about worried. the thing about Chivas Twitter is that it never disappoints. It's always entertaining. So whether you guys win or lose, as long I'm as trophies scared. plays, as long as trophies plays, well, oh I'm god, win. don't even start talking about trophies. <laughs> as long We're as he plays, I'll be happy. Lopez, I'm not playing Lopez. <laughs> We're ca- we're cautiously optimistic. We're even like trying to plan out a trip for the class to go down there, but we're all not we're not all in yet. We're, we'll get there though. <laughs> Yeah, just figure, see how the rest of the season happens. I mean, uh, how it starts, and then and say, no, you guys should still go. It should still be fun. Uh, me and Flo went to just, last It's a championship last season. Dump- I can feel it. It's a dumpster fire, and I still want to go see them at some <laughs> point before the season ends. I would not go to see uh, go see Arsenal. Oh, bef- um, before you get off, uh, how was how was uh, Liga Femenil final? Like, how was the experience of the uh, Liga Femenil like a final? I don't know if you've been to how many games you've been to, but just that experience in general. So I haven't actually, I think I said this a few times at some point, whether it's on Twitter, on posts that I write, but I had actually not been to Mexico, like Mexico, maybe in like 20 years. Really? Yeah. I mean, I went to Tijuana, you know, like I started going uh, last year with Cesar to Cholos games, but I hadn't gone to Mexico in a really long time. I think it was still like the 90s when I went to Mexico, the last time that I went to Mexico had like bangs and like. Dorothy Explorer haircut. <laughs> um, so I didn't go in a really long time, but I only went for like 22 hours. Like I left like Friday night. To I did see that. I did see you. Like, yeah. should I book it? Like, oh, I'm going for one day. Yeah, like I'm just gonna go. Like Lisa and I just worked it out, and like we went. Um, but it was really cool. I I had a lot a lot of fun. Um, it was really cool to see. I mean, the whole stadium wasn't completely filled. I'm sure you know the final against America, the men's side is gonna be way more filled. Mm-hmm. But it was cool to see so many people there, to see so many people there. And even though they ended up not winning, because I was going to tweet it out in case Tigres won, but there were, like, <laughs> these little girls in Tigres jerseys walking, you know, you know, just walking past us outside the stadium. And they were like, you know, uh, you know, today, and they're saying it in Spanish, but they're like, today, Katy Martinez is going to score watch. And, like, it was just so cool to see that, uh, obviously, okay. as a woman and stuff. You know, right. Little girls getting excited about female players. Um but to see, but we were, I mean, Adriana and I on our podcast, we were saying, like, we just wanted to see a new winner because Tigres has been dominating for the last, like, three seasons. So for Monterrey to get their first win at home, you know, off of a, off of an exciting, like, first leg and stuff like that, it kind of sucks that nobody in the U.S. could watch it except for illegal streams. But it was They're really, 
<laughs> they're out there. No, they definitely are. Just just ask for it, and they're out there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was really cool. That stadium is insanely amazing. Like you have to obviously walk to a certain part of the stadium to see like the mountains and stuff. But it's crazy. It's really really beautiful. I had a I had a, a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys should go check out Chivas Femenil games too. They're 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 pretty good. They got a couple of signings too. Um, like yes, we follow the. We don't really follow the team, but we follow the Cuba Femenil English account. And um, oh, you guys can't re- say that we retweet her and stuff. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, we can't find the games anywhere. Like, yes. and then there's the Cuba TV, don't you? No, they don't have that in the states. No, they don't have them. And then, like, the games are on at like. I remember one time I was at work. It was like two o'clock, and I saw a tweet go out about the about a game. I was like, I can't watch this at work. Like, it's like such a weird time too. Yeah, it's there the. The big day for Liga MX Feminine games is on Mondays. And yeah, it's, like it's so weird. The middle of the day, yeah. Yeah, that's it's hard, the hard to watch. Part. But we're we're gonna try more, try harder. Okay, as long as you guys promise you'll try harder, that's all that matters. <laughs> we want to get um, I forget her name, but the girl that Elisa. runs the yeah, we want to get her on the pod eventually too. Yeah, so, you guys should have a little segment. See, look, look what I'm doing here. See, see, you're welcome. <laughs> Guys. Producing, she's producing the growth. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> twenty twenty big plans. <laughs> so you guys winning it this year? Or what? Let's let's do it now. Oh, hundred percent. That's <laughs> might go undefeated to be honest. Oh, uh, there we go. There, I was waiting oh. for that. <laughs> Come on, with the team we're building. Come on, <laughs> two losses max, and they won't <laughs> be in the playoffs. <laughs> two losses. Well, of course not, because then you yeah, yeah, the playoffs. So. No, you could lose, you could lose twice in the playoffs. He's got to win by more in the first leg. Nah. <laughs> there you go. Trophies, trophies. Trophies will put us through. Sure. I'm going to miss Bolillo, though. Best, ah! best Mexican striker in the league. It's all right. You guys can start watching MLS games now. Sporting Kansas City. There we go. I already yeah, watched yeah, MLS. <laughs> yeah, Varro's yeah, a big MLS store. He's a, I'm not he's a, a big, season ticket big holder. MLS You're a season player. ticket holder. What? I got, I got nothing better to do on the weekends. Like, oh, you're, I mean, you're a season ticket holder. You're a big fan. You're about to lose followers right now. Uh, this no, he's, he's a, he hates oh, he's a US, Yeah, he has a Landon Donovan USA jersey. Wow. Words See, on the train. That's too much. Uh, I might have it's to get there. off now. That's too much. I didn't know what, I didn't know what ran that deep. I, I might not ever be. Come on. It's you don't out. have a, don't have a uh, Landon Donovan Leon jersey? Come on. No. Well, that's Scotty. <laughs> that's Scotty that has that. <laughs> All right, Amy. We don't want to. I know you guys. You have probably have things to do. We don't want to have you hold you for longer than we yes. have to. Um, before you leave, you can just let uh let the listeners know where they can find you. Yeah, of course. You can follow me on all social media at, at Azteca Melia. Um, listen to these guys because they're entertaining to listen to. They wing it, so it's, <laughs> don't don't tell them that. that was pre-production talk, all right? <laughs> As a producer, that gives me anxiety, but they do a good job. I would have never guessed. I would have never guessed listening to your guys' pod. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me on, even though I'm a uh, America sympathizer. So, thank you guys a lot. <laughs> nah, thank you for coming on. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining, Amy. All right, bye. Have a good night, guys. All right, good night. <laughs> <laughs>